All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Lots to talk about today. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Obviously, the issue of banking in America is top of mind for everybody. Uh, You know when you're being lied to uh, and when you're being propagandized when everybody in, in administration and then the media follows suit because they're in the pocket of the Democratic Party starts. They, they start using the same words, you know, like Joe Biden, our banking system is safe. And then Janet Yellen, American banking system is really safe and resilient. And then the Office of uh, Management Budget Director Shalanda Young says our banking system is resilient and secure. Meanwhile, yesterday, Janet Yellen was saying, uh, you're not going to see a bailout of the Silicon Valley Bank. Well, that lasted less than 24 hours before Joe, you know, stepped up. Um, there's a lot to, to cover here. And you have the FDIC now taking control of this, this first bank. You have a second bank now closing. Uh, and, you know, I know you're hearing a lot about the convoluted technical explanations for what we see happening in America's banking system, but the root cause of a bank collapsing is, is quite simple. And that's after two years of record-breaking Joe Biden inflation, America's banking system has started to crack under the pressure. Now, in the case of Silicon Valley's bank collapse, we'd have, we've had 15 years of record low uh, interest rates in this country. And then Biden inherits 1.4% inflation. It's a joke, by the way, when he says, this is Donald Trump's fault. You know, he has blamed Donald Trump for the border. He has blamed John, Donald Trump for even the, the Chinese spy balloon. He's blamed Donald Trump for Russian aggression, uh, open borders, inflation, the East Palestine, you know, crash, uh, the refugee program, budget deficits, now bank failures. I mean, if the dog bites the bee stings, you're feeling sad. It's not Joe's fault. It's Donald Trump's fault. Uh, but this is how sick they are. But. Um, you have in this case in Silicon Valley Bank, you know, that they ended up with interest rates being so low, you know, buying 10-year treasury mortgage-backed securities. And when they started rapidly raising interest rates, you know, they, they ended up to meet deposit dem- uh, or withdrawal demands. They ended up cashing in those, those 10-year notes at massive losses. I mean, massive. Uh, which which led to where you know we were you know on Friday and and now the question is how much how widespread will this potentially become uh, especially now that you have the second major bank closing you know I hear a lot of people you know talk about this but they're not talking about the root cause of of this collapse which is very simple you know inflation was at 1.4 percent it went as high as 9.1 percent it's still not under control. America's banking system, you know, at some point started to crack under this pressure. Silicon Valley's bank collapse, you know, is is rooted in the fact that they they had artificially low interest rates that they maintained. And then, of course, the the inflation caused by Biden's economic and energy policies. A lot of these problems were preventable, you know, resulting in, uh oh, we invested our money in, in 10 year treasuries and mortgage backed securities. And, uh, yeah, we need the money back to make our bank keep working. And, you know, people like Jamie Dimon, you got to give a lot of credit to. He saw this happening back in, in November at this particular bank. Anyway, so federal regulators yesterday 
said that the New York-based Signature Bank was being shut down to protect consumers and the financial system, you know, following the collapse of California's Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, and, you know, the most outrageous thing that Joe Biden said is, oh, it's not going to cost the taxpayers a penny, not one cent. Okay, then who's going to pay for it? Now, just ask yourself, where is that money going to come from to back up all of these billions of dollars that they're going to have to end up using to bail out everybody because they're saying that, you know, even if you're FDIC insured, that that only insures you up to $250,000. And people that I know that have money often will put $225,000 in one bank, another $225,000 in another bank if you're really wealthy, another 225000 in the first and a, a third bank because you get the protection in every single bank. And now in this case, Silicon Valley, in their case, you know, they were putting it all in this one bank. And now you, the taxpayer, are you going to be the ones on the hook for this? All of us are going to be on the hook for this, and it's not going to be pretty. But anyway, they've now assumed control. SVB is how they refer to the Silicon Valley Bank. And anyway, if you look at what happened here, it is, you know, according to regulators, on March 10th, they took custody. It's the 16th largest bank in the country, the top lender for American tech and life sciences firms and startups, according to the press release. The collapse of this bank is the largest failure since the Washington Mutual in, in 2008 during the last major banking crisis. The FDIC is set up, you know, they set up a so-called bridge bank, the Deposit Insurance National Bank. And they're saying now that everyone's investments are going to be safe and you'll have full access uh, to your money starting March 13th, meaning today. Uh, and although the main office and branches uh, will reopen beginning next week, what, how do you have access to all your money if they're not going to be open anyway? Side note, the FDIC added it will pay uninsured depositors, depositors an advanced dividend within the next week and will, will receive a receivership certificate for the remaining amount of uninsured funds and anyway but what's happened here is the massive interest rate hikes because of biden and inflation caused by biden economic policies and biden energy policies you know have caused the value of bonds to fall particularly those that take many years to mature turns out svb invested heavily in all of those uh and anyway they 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 got caught is the bottom line here SVB, you know, suffered significant losses, heavily invested in U.S. treasuries and mortgage-backed securities, which have all taken a beating. And their shares fell more than 60% after a March 8th announcement, wiping out $9.4 billion in market value. And there were people that saw this coming early. Apparently, Peter Thiel was one of them. Um, anyway, so the Treasury and the Fed have said the FDIC announcing their steps, et cetera, et cetera, and they think that this is going to satisfy people. Um, if you have concerns about your bank, you, you need to look into it because the people that actually looked, you know, in the weeds, whose job it is to look in the weeds, saw what was happening here long before it happened. As I said, Jamie Dimon he first mentioned it in November. I have the article here somewhere in front of me. I don't know where I put it. Um, but, you know, this is deep and profound. If some people are seeing stuff and we're not seeing it, why are they seeing it? You know, and, and I think you can make a strong argument that they don't deserve a taxpayer bailout. 
And Biden making the point that it's not a taxpayer bailout is just a lie. And him saying that the, the banking system is safe, uh, I, don't, I don't particularly believe in that, have confidence in that. And then you get into the weeds of this particular bank. You know, first of all, the FDIC has less than half the cash on hand that they need to bail out depositors at these two failed banks. In spite of Biden insisting this morning that taxpayers won't be on the hook for bailing out depositors of the two banks. So my question is, where's that money going to come from? The FDIC has $128 billion of cash on hand. Deposits at the failed banks are $264 billion, according to the latest data that I was able to find available. Uh, you have Biden Treasury officials asleep at the wheel because inflation was ravaging these banks and their balance sheets. Charlie Gasparino had a great article in the New York Post about this, explaining that Biden's top Treasury officials you know, were totally out to lunch as these storm clouds were, were beginning to gather over America's banking system. The way he put it was the Biden administration's economic priorities were focused on encouraging investments in woke causes as the, the markets and economy began stressing out over the Fed interest rate hikes. SEC uh, Chief uh, Gary Gensler is supported, who's supposedly out there to protect small investors from stock scammers, was busy pushing public companies to make costly and unnecessary disclosures about their carbon footprint. Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, was more concerned with Ukraine than the U.S. banking system, while musing that the Supreme Court's decision on Roe was somehow bad for economic growth. So we've had massive spending paired with zero interest rates until inflation forced the Fed to raise rates to stop Biden inflation. And the GOP, you know, took the House to hopefully curb, you know, these these idiotic impulses that they have that they think are going to work. You know, I'll give you one example. Just days before the Silicon Valley Bank collapsed, in part because their executives were focused on woke programs, uh, programs, some five billion dollars worth. I mean, you, you can't even make up this stuff that this is the type of thing that would take place. By the way, the Silicon Valley Bank CEO sold $3.5 million in shares just two weeks before the collapse. I'm sure it was a mere coincidence. And less than 24 hours before their collapse, Silicon Valley Bank, you know, known throughout the tech industry as SVB, hosted a private dinner uh, for dozens of people at Perry's Steakhouse and Grill in downtown Austin. One guy that attended, uh, you know, said he ordered a, a specialty pork chop, said, I was expecting that SVB uh, would address the elephant in the room, but nobody said a thing about it. And Silicon Valley Bank employees, guess when they received their bonuses? Friday, just hours before the government took over. Hmm, that timing seems a little odd, too. But don't worry, Joe Biden is saying the banking system is safe, and he's monitoring what's going on. And Janet Yellen now says it's safe. Janet Yellen yesterday said they wouldn't bail them out. Now they are bailing them out. By the way, it turns out, you know, we keep hearing about, well, Donald Trump, it's Donald Trump's fault. No, it's not Donald Trump's fault. Turns out former Congressman Barney Frank, Dodd Frank, author of Dodd Frank and the Banking Legislation, he was on the uh, bank board of Signature Bank, the other bank. You know, I mean, this, this is insanity. You can't even make this up. You know, First Republic is on the brink. Bank shares plummet 74% in, in pre-market trading. You know, they're trying to say, well, we've got to contain this. We can't let this become a contagion, meaning spreading, becoming widespread. 
I mean, it's um, it's it, it is that bad. It really is, and it's that nerve wracking, you know. But the idea that just like the border is is caused by Donald Trump, them saying Donald Trump did this is just nuts. Banks didn't collapse under Donald Trump. We had secure borders under Donald Trump. Everything they claimed that Donald Trump did, everything was working. We didn't have Chinese spy balloons under Donald Trump. Russia didn't invade Ukraine under Donald Trump. Inflation was was at a very low 1.4% with Donald Trump. Donald Trump didn't cause the East Palestine uh, train crash either. You know, Donald Trump didn't need a refugee program. You know, the budget deficit, look at this latest monstrosity of a budget proposal put out by by Joe Biden. It's insane. But, you know, that's what Democrats do. Silicon Valley Bank imploded in a single day. It could be the, just the tip of the iceberg. Business Insider. Peter Thiel's founders uh, fund withdrew millions from the bank. Why? Because they read, they, they, they read the deep details in the bank's finances, and they came to the conclusion this isn't being run well. That's, that's, that's being responsible to his investors. You can't, you can't single him out and say, well, why did, why did you sell out? Uh, because I saw that the underlying finances of this bank were in, in trouble. Just like Jamie Dimon saw in November that this was in trouble. So if they saw it, why didn't Yellen see it? Why didn't the, the head of OMB see it, uh, Shalonda Young? Why didn't Joe Biden see it? Why didn't Kamala Harris see it? Anyway, 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. Listen, this is really, really real, and the magnitude of it is, is beyond any comprehension you might have. And it's called home title theft. People are stealing other people's homes in droves. As a matter of fact, American homeowners are being targeted every single day by these cyber thieves. And what they're doing is they search for your home title online. And then they forge a signature saying that you sold them your home when, in fact, you did not. Then they take out loans on your home, and guess what? Or they sell it to an unsuspecting buyer. Then by the time you find out about it, when you get late payment notices or foreclosure notices, you know, now your attorneys have to go in and try to save your home, which is the heaviest lift ever. Anyway, a lot of homeowners insurance and identity theft programs don't provide protection for you. That's why I'm protecting my home and my equity with Home Title Lock. They put a virtual shield around your home's title, and the instant they detect any activity or any tampering around your home's title, they shut it down fast. All right, first things first, when you sign up, you're going to get a free title scan. Make sure and verify your home is safely in your name. Then mention my name, Sean, and you get 30 days of free protection. Just go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com.